0: Well, sometimes we say it, not all the time, but the Rays are doing something pretty cool uh, in partnership with Visit St. Pete Clearwater, the Dream Team Sweepstakes.
1: I'm very excited about this uh, because we haven't shared each other's teams yet. So we're going to go through that. And of course, it's Fun Friday. So we got trivia and Name That War. So let's get started right now.
0: You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays
1: podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses
0: Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked on Rays and all the other traditional podcasting platforms. You can also find us on the socials X and Instagram at Lockdown Rays and email us anytime, LockdownRays at gmail.com. So as we alluded to in the open, uh, the Rays are doing what's called a Dream Team Sweepstakes presented by Visit St. Pete Clearwater. And it allows you to go online to their website and create an all-time raise roster by selecting one player from each position. All submissions will be entered into a raffle with tickets, autographed items, and a grand prize presented by St. Uh, Pete Clearwater. Uh, there's also other little gifts, including a two-hour Golf St. Pete experience with friends, a raised player, and a two-night hotel accommodation in that Area And I honestly didn't know about this until the, uh, the email was forwarded to me. And then Ulysses, I saw that you uh, participated in the exercise, uh, and put it out on your social media channel. Um, I don't know if other organizations and franchises are, are teaming up. I don't know if this is a league wide initiative or specifically a Tampa Bay Rays initiative, but it's a pretty cool thing, uh, to unveil in the off season to continue engagement and interest in your organization. So I'll just lead off with that, that uh, it's a really cool thing. And, um, get on it folks. The deadline to enter is December 31st. Uh, and you have to be 18 years or older to enter.
1: Yeah. It's super fun. It's the off season. Like this is the time where we can, you know, be, be allowed to have some frivolity in, 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 in baseball. And, um, I really enjoyed making it and I know that you did too but I do have a question for you it says top golf with a friend and a race player is that correct mm-hmm. uh top golf with I believe three friends and a race player okay okay so my question to you is and, and you can be as honest as you can Kevin all right people yeah, are watching awesome. you okay and people are hitting that like button and they're subscribing to the channel right now as you're answering this mm-hmm. question do you think that you can beat? a raised player, any raised player, just a single raised player. If you play top golf against them. Yes, I could. Let's go. Yeah, let's I could go, definitely man. beat
0: many raised players in top golf. Could I beat a, a guy who's a avid regular golfer, IE a Curtis Mead? Probably not, but okay. I could beat uh, a guy who hasn't picked up the sticks very often. So let's go.
1: Okay, folks, there you have it. I love it. I love yeah. it. And with that confidence, comes the confidence of making his own dream team. Kevin, why don't you show us your dream team? Yeah. So if
0: you're watching on YouTube, you can see that baby. Um, How should we start? Should we go infield to outfield outfield to infield? You You are,
1: you are, you're the Kevin cash or the Joe Madden in this scenario. So you lead us off however you want. I'll go uh, outfield left to right. And then infield around the diamond as
0: well. So, the left fielder and the way it works is if you've not participated in this, you got uh, to go to the website and it basically gives you a bunch of names to pick from, from, or for each position. And then you pick that one name that you want to be part of your quote unquote dream team uh, and left field, who else, but Carl Crawford, I don't think uh, much explanation is needed for that between uh, the hits, the stolen bases, uh, and everything that he accomplished across nine seasons uh, in a Devil Rays and Rays uniform. Uh, center field, uh, as much as I love and wanted Rocco Bardelli to have a flourishing career, I had to go with the outlaw himself, Kevin Kiermeyer, The uh, gold gloves speak for themselves for sure. Um, right field, and really, you could put this gentleman anywhere and everywhere, uh, in the diamond, more or less, Ben Zobrist. Um, and I think Ben Zobrist, he was the way that they had the selections mocked up, is uh, Ben Zobrist was only available for the right field selection, and it's like you can't really create a dream team without including uh Benzo Brist in some shape or form. So he is my right fielder. Um anything you want to uh, add before I move on to the infield there?
1: Yeah, I think this is a, a probably the most common if not obvious, right? Yeah, like it's, the, we, it's the chalk selection. It's the chalk, right? Like you you cannot leave CC off, you cannot leave KK off. And, and Benzo, I mean, I, I know I I wouldn't personally put him in right field, but if that's the only uh, option, which it was, you're right, yeah. it was the only option to pick him, you can't leave Ben Zobrist out of a, of a race dream team. My goodness, this guy is amazing. So, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty solid outfield. And it might be mine too. Okay, there we go. Uh, I guess you would have put Zobrist at second base. If you I, a I would feel more comfortable shortstop. yeah i would feel more comfortable with 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 ben at, at second base and at right field for sure okay uh yeah what he did between 2006 to
0: 2014 speaks for itself and he was actually recently in Tampa for a speaking engagement that uh i was uh there for and man he is a really really good orator um i could see him being a future coach or manager or I think he's kind of doing this already is going on the, the speaking trail to talk about his experience, his faith, and um, just helping uh, professional athletes or would be professional athletes navigate all the challenges that come with that. Um, All right. So moving on to the infield third base. Um, Yeah. As much as uh, you know, I might try to get cutesy and and go for Wade Boggs. Got to go with the one, the only Evan Longoria, of course. Um, Shortstop, uh, if Wander Franco was available to be selected, I would have picked him, but he was not among the choices. So I didn't really love any of the options per se, but I went with uh, Willie Adamas um, just because upon his call-up was the resurgence of the Rays again between... 2018 to 2021 and um there were times where he really showed his potential and spark offensively and defensively and we just know that um that vintage smile and leadership and uh all around good guy uh to be a part of the organization great ambassador for the rays and baseball in general so i stuck him uh, in that spot. Let's hope that uh, this dream team is playing on the road and not in the drop. Uh, otherwise, uh, Adamus might be going 0 for 4, 0 for 5 with four strikeouts and uh, yeah. just not seeing the ball uh, when it's uh, coming to him at home plate. Um, second base, um, I went with uh, Brandon Lau among all the options that were afoot. Uh, at first base, as much as uh, I would like to go for recency bias with Yandi Diaz. I have to go with the crime dog, the Hall of Famer, Fred McGriff. And um, just to look at his numbers a little bit, um, as great of a season as Yandy Diaz had, um, Fred McGriff had one or more seasons where his OPS was higher than what Yandy Diaz put forth this season. So that just puts into perspective the uh, amazing play that uh he he put together over his career and in a raised uniform at catcher uh it was short-lived wish it was longer uh he's gone on to have uh, much success with the atlanta braves but travis Darno, man he he had some really really special memorable moments in his lone season in a Rays uniform and it's also one of those cases where you look at some of the the top moments in franchise history he's Probably part of one or more of them, and uh, it just really speaks to to me, you know, some of the multi-homer games that he had, and just um, some special things that he was able to do in a Rays uniform. Uh, and then uh, you also have the option to select a team logo. So I went with the OG original Devil Rays logo with the uh, transition of colors from yellow to green to purple. You got the black Devil Ray. Uh, I just think that's uh, a special, uh, fun look. So, that is my dream team. Uh, there was no option for a designated hitter. There was no option for a utility player. There was no option for a manager. Uh, so I I went with what I had.
1: I think you did a great job. I think we we do different a couple of players, uh, a few. Um, oh, but you're your pitcher as well, right? Oh, my pitcher. You... Yeah. How can I leave this guy off, Mister <laughs>
0: David? price. That's um, he probably could have been in all-star just about every season that he pitched in a Rays uniform, but, uh, the numbers that he put up year in and year out, um, you know, very, very impressive. Uh, he was the first race pitcher to win the AL Cy Young after posting a 20 and five record with a two, five, six ERA and hundred, uh, 205 strikeouts in 2000. 12 uh, three-time all-star selection in 2010 2011
1: 2012 no that's 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 a great team um i feel like you that team would not lose a lot of games (laughs) Uh, everybody at their peak of course uh so that's that's a good one but we do differ on a few number a a few names and i want to go over them uh but first i gotta tell you guys about jace medical Because whether you're on extended travel or you're bracing for a major weather event, which in Florida, you guys know that we do that all the time. Well, you're going to be covered because Jace Medical, um, our partners, they have life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications that can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis or Viagra are also available. So go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. If you or someone you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use Locked On, L O C K E D E D O N for $20 off your purchase. Again, go to Jase, that's J-A-S-E, medical.com. All right, Ulysses, uh, we
0: went through my dream team. Now it's time to get to your dream team. And I may also add this. um, Yeah. I may or may not have Wanted to select or incorporate BJ Upton into uh, the fold, but they had him at left field, and I can't pick
1: yeah him all, over well.
0: Carl Crawford. So the way they they slotted some guys seemed a little bit off, oh. wonky. But
1: yeah, I, I had to I make agree. the choices that were available to me. Yeah, yeah. So for me, <clears throat> if you're on YouTube, you can see it. Um, I do have the same outfield um, as you did. Carl Crawford on left, uh, KK, center field, right field, Ben Zobris. Again, the only only place that Benzo was available to be picked. I would have rather ha- have him at second, but right field will do. Uh, from third to first, I feel like BA right now. From third to first, um, Longo, of course. I mean, come on. That, there, there's just no other option. Shortstop. I... Wanted to go Willie Adamas at first, but then the home numbers kind of was I was like, if this game is played at the drop, yeah. I'm I'm going he's going 045 with three K's and I, I can't have that. So right. I went with a guy that for one season he was er, he was going for that batting title. Uh, he was our first oh, yeah. kind of like big chase for it. And, and so I'm going Jason Bartlett uh i let the oa to uh 2010 vibes get to me uh so i i i, I did go for jason bartlett uh, in second base and he was an all-star that
0: year too and i think yes around the all-star break his batting average was up there around 360 and then it tapered off in the second half of the season and then he finished with a 320 batting average but you couldn't say that about Willie Adams. Willie Adamas wasn't an all-star in a raise uniform at
1: well, the shortstop position. You know, it, it and it depends on on what you're looking for. If you want some a guy that can pop you 30 from the shortstop position, <laughs> you're gonna call on Willie Adamas for sure. Yeah. Um so yeah, I went I went with Bartlett. Uh you know, Kev- uh second base, Brendan Lau. We agree on that. You know, if he's healthy, he's going to be a menace in the middle of the order, especially against righties. Um if, if he can hit 39 bombs and, and what, 22 bombs in in in, in limited time like he did in 2023, right. that's a very good power hitter. At first base, I 100% agree with you on Fred McGriff. 100% agree with you. But looking at my team, I wanted more contact. I wanted people to just, like, move it along. Yeah. Um, and given the powers, um, search that he had, I'm thinking Yandi would be such a good. I know we didn't say to write lineups, but if I were to write a lineup, I would just be putting Carl Crawford leading off and then Yandi at second, uh, batting second. And I feel like you're gonna have a good time, you're gonna yeah. have a good time, CC and back, back to back to back with Yandi. And then you put Longo, like, oh my goodness, that's just nasty. Um, so I, 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 like that at first base. I don't necessarily like him at first, but if that's the only option, there's no DH. Why no yeah. DH? Why no DH? I don't know. Um, maybe they're just trying to condense
0: it. And it's like, oh man, there's too many selections. I don't have time for this. I'm not going to submit. They they want to try to, to make it as, as quick and seamless as possible so they can get
1: maximum submissions. That's know. true. That's true. Maybe Uh catcher. I went with Wilson Ramos, AKA Venezuelan bump, met him. He's an awesome dude. Uh, and one of the best offensive uh, catchers we've ever seen. I mean, just like all star type numbers, uh, especially in 2018. And people forget, I don't, but people forget that uh, he was the main catcher for Snell's Cy Young season. Mm. People forget that. Um, so he wasn't just an offensive catcher. Like, you know, you, you see a lot of pitchers give props to their catchers. Snell did that that whole year with with Wilson. So I think that's something to take into consideration.
0: Here's a good idea is that if Blake Snell at the time or any pitcher, they get some sort of bonus or monetary reward from winning a Cy Young they should split or give a portion of those winnings to their catcher or catchers, their battery mates. That's cool. I think that would be a cool little uh, ad. Um, you know what I think? I think really, do. I mean, in any, any interview that is given, I mean, I can't say that I listen to all or any of the award ceremonies, but I would hope and wish and believe that any pitcher that wins an award like that gives credit. Hey, I couldn't do it without my catcher X, Y, or Z. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. that is really, really
1: important and imperative. I'm pretty sure that this might not be talked about a lot. It gets talked about somewhat, but I think pitchers might, if they win the Cy Young, I wouldn't be surprised if they give their battery mate like a nice watch. Yeah. A nice something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they, they couldn't have done it w- without them. Yeah. They, they had to, you know, well, before they had to put the fingers down and, and now they just have to press a button. But You know, regardless, the intent is the same, right? And hey, hey,
0: a quarterback doesn't get sacked over the course of the game. They they take their, they take their offensive lineman out to a steak dinner and pay for it. There you go, exactly.
1: Hey, thanks for protecting me, but but I I like not having concussions. Um, for my logo, I went 2008. I just wanted a a fresh start. 2008 Mm -hmm. has the beginning of, of, of what we all really enjoy which is winning winning baseball winning race baseball so i picked that logo and then as for my starting pitcher i went with my favorite all-time starting pitcher if you guys have been locked on race listeners slash watchers on youtube for a long time you know this it's the Cobb,er alex cobb i give that man the ball and i don't doubt it for a second i don't doubt it for a second Uh, And that was such a cool thing about Alex Cobb. Like he was just, he just had this mentality. And one of the things that I like most about Alex Cobb, (laughs) you know how I feel about Jose Molina. You know how I feel about him. That he's the the fastest catcher in race history. (laughs) Basically the the antithesis of that statement. Um, One time you, you, you must remember this. and, And I know a lot of race fans do. Jose Molina failed to block a pitch that was blockable. And then there were men on base, and he lollygagged. He lollygagged so that the guy, it took an extra base. Mm. At the end of the inning, Cobb got into Molina's face. And then they started a little kerfuffle, if you will. Love that about Cobb. Like, Molina being a 15-year veteran, but did something wrong. And Alex Cobb, a sophomore junior in the league of a pitcher goes, Hey, you know what? That was wrong. You cost me something. That's not how we play the game. Like I love that that attitude. That, that bulldog mentality, just like Evan Longoria confronted
0: BJ Upton after lollygagging on a, a ball that was hit in deep center field. And he jogs after it, like he's got nowhere to be and there's no importance (laughs) or time constraint or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jose Molina, definitely. I would say the, the lesser of the, uh, Melina catching family uh, Yadi and and Benji up there yeah. as well. Uh, before we move on, what would you say your most difficult or challenging selection was as far as the dream team goes?
1: Mm, good one, good one. I think it's either first base or shortstop. Okay. It's between those two because, I again, I, I I do agree with what you said with McGriff. I do want Yandy in the game, but there's no DH. If I if I could have my cake and eat it too, I would put McGriff yeah. at first base and I would DH Yandy, but I can't, so I have to put it there. And then for a shortstop, you know, he who must not be named is not an option. Duh. Yeah. So then you're left with, you know, guys that had maybe peaks, but not yeah. stability, const, uh, you know, a constant production. So... I went with the peak of that, you know, batting batting title chase from from Jason Bartlett.
0: I'm surprised they didn't add like another name or two to shortstop. I mean, just throw out Yunel Escobar or something like that. A day Hachaveria. Maybe, yeah. Um I'll say yeah. for me the the maybe not the toughest, I guess it it was the toughest that I maybe gave gave the most thought cuz I wanted to pick more than one cuz there were so many options and opportunities uh was the the starting pitcher. And they actually probably should have added a relief pitcher angle but I know that they're not trying to muddy the waters there but yeah. um when you just look at man the the legends uh and the pedigree of that position like at first I was Scott Casimir because that was the first you know name recognition that that called to me when I was first following the Rays and the rays were on their their upward momentum and trajectory it was like yeah they got a pretty darn good crew there and and i got a guy that's you know helping lead them to the promised land but um and i'll just run through them real quickly scott casimir tyler glass now matt garza shane mcclanahan blake snell chris archer david price james shield zach efflin alex cobb jake odorizzi and charlie morton pretty good list
1: pretty, pretty good
0: uh options of dudes there so pretty good list. um yeah. So, uh, we want to hear it. We want to see it in the comments. Uh, give us your, your dream team. Um, you could, yeah. you know, screenshot it or, or bullet point it out. Uh, we'd like to see what uh, you all have to uh, say or think you could also email us your selections, locked at gmail.com. All right. Without further ado, it being a Friday, let's move on to baseball trivia and name that war Ulysses. What do you have in the
1: angle of baseball trivia? Well, unfortunately, by your last 70 70 seconds of information, you might have beaten my trivia question out of the water because my trivia question for today is, Kevin, Mm. doing this dream team, got me thinking about pitchers, starting pitchers. And the question for today is, who are the top 10 leaders in ERA in franchise history? Normally, I would tell you, hey, give me five of 10, seven of 10. Buddy, today's gonna be difficult because I won 10 out of 10. Go. Okay. Um, now, are these all
0: starters or relievers? All starters. All starters. Yes. And there's no denominator of they had to pitch at least a year in a raised uniform. I mean, you could theoretically have a starter that, you know, pitched for a couple months and was out
1: the door. True. So I will tell you that all of these pitchers had at least three plus years in a raised uniform. Okay. All right. Well, I could basically just go on down this list.
0: And start there. Um, I'll go with David Price first. Price is correct. He
1: leads with a 318. Okay. Uh, Your boy, Alex Cobb, has to be on the list. Alex Cobb is number three at 3.50. Shane McClanahan. Strike
0: one. Not on the list because he hasn't pitched at least three-plus years, I guess. Um, Okay.
1: Matt Garza. Correct. He's number seven at 386 ERA. Tyler Glass now. Strike two. Okay. James Shields. Correct. At number nine at 389. Chris Archer. Correct. At number four with a 371 ERA. So, Glass now and McClanahan are not on the list. Um, did I mention yes. Casimir already? Casimir uh, is number 10. You did not. Okay. And he has a 3.92 ERA.
0: So far. I
1: guess I'll say. Ooh. Um, wait, hold, I'll up, hold, up. A- hold up. Hold up. Just so everybody knows. You've said David Price. You've said Alex Cobb. Chris Archer, Matt Garza, James Shields, and Scott Kazmier. So you've named That's... six out of ten. Okay.
0: Um, I don't know if Carly Morton pitched long enough. I'm going to hold off on him. I'll say... Jake Odorizzi. Just going off this list again. I think I could be... I, Could be wrong, but
1: I'll. And you are correct at three eighty-two. I thought that was the name that you were going to miss. Okay. Um, Jeremy Hellickson. Very good. Very good. Very good. He's number five at a three seven eight ERA, and now you're missing number two on the list and number eight on the list. Are these like? I mean, number two, I would think. It's gotta be pretty obvious. Number two is very obvious, um, just because of the time that we're living in. Uh, I don't know if I—that's a good hint. So don't take too much for granted on that hint. And number eight, uh, you know, he just—it's—he he tucks in your heartstrings. Um, and number two is has a very number two and number eight have something in common with each other. Oh, how did I not mention him already? Wow, I've gone this far without it. Blake now. Very good. He's number two with a 3.24 ERA. Wow. Out
0: of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I guess even though we talked about him yesterday. Um, uh, No, I'm not going to go Andy Sonnenstein. Um, <laughs> you mentioned tugging at the heartstrings. I don't know if you're
1: referring to Blake Snow
0: other guy just because of his weight word career I'm going to throw it out anyway Matt Moore
1: Matt Moore is correct yes he's okay. number 8 with a 388 ERA very nicely done Kevin it's Price Snell Cobb Archer Helix and Odorizzi Garza Moore Shields and Kazmir very nicely done It's not a bad uh, pitching group in the least. Um,
0: All right. So now moving along, changing gears to Name That War. Ulysses, what is Name That War for the folks that aren't
1: familiar? Name That War is when we take a player from the past and we try to guess their career war according to baseball reference only using our baseball archive mind. And so for today, Kevin... Can you surprise me with that name, that war? So uh, my guy
0: uh, is or was a player uh, on an organization that is dealing with a lot of controversy and dysfunction and confusion Mm -hmm. uh, and a major, major stadium issue. The Oakland Athletics, uh, as they'll be, uh, I learned the other day that looks like they'll be playing in multiple, multiple locations over the coming years uh, as they are
1: unhoused or homeless or whatever
0: you want to call it.
1: Yeah. Just such a horrible situation. Yeah.
0: So they're going to have, I guess they're going to play games at a triple a park in Nevada, Oracle park in San Francisco and uh, other areas as well. This is not a drill. It's legit evidently. Um, But I wanted to go blast in the past to a guy that played with this organization and had success with this organization uh, during their stronger years, their money ball years, if you will mark ellis what is mark ellis's career war
1: that is a name from the bleeping past holy crap um mark ellis okay so let's let's just okay let's rub the eyes a little bit
0: yeah have another swig of coffee
1: another swig of coffee would be nice Wait, that's not coffee. That's something else. Early for that. <laughs> Throw some Kahlua in this. Yeah. Um, okay. Mark Ellis, infielder, I'm pretty sure. Um, very agile, like a cat, like a cougar, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, had a solid bat. I want to kind of, I don't know, maybe this is an easy comp. Matt Chapmany guy but maybe i'm thinking on the wrong side here okay i'm gonna go with mark ellis i played a dozen years uh let's go with two war for a vast majority of his career like seven years so that's 14. then you got five years left let's give him a let's give him a four war season one time right so that's 18 and then a couple more just above replacement let's go with 23 war
0: mark ellis uh fun fact he uh, was born and reared in south dakota not many ball players came from that area Over his career, he played twelve seasons in the bigs, mostly with the Athletics. A couple years with the Dodgers, a season with the Rockies and Cardinals, respectively. A looking at it right now, uh, (laughs) he had a ninety-two OPS plus, seven eleven OPS, three eighty-four slug, three twenty-seven on base percentage. Career batting average of 262. Oh, no. 105 career homers. 550 RBI. 690 runs scored. 82 stolen bases. Over 5,000 at-bats in his career. 1,300-plus hits. Mm -mm. Uh, No gold gloves. No all-star appearances. No God. No Chrome, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But uh, you mentioned something intriguing uh, cat like quickness and defensive superiority
1: mm-hmm. that
0: makes a difference that makes a big big difference because mark ellis's career war what was your guess again
1: 23 oh I man think.
0: you must hate mark ellis you must think he's uh dirt on your shoe because his career war is 33 and a half
1: Whoa, with those offensive numbers, that is impressive. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I remembered the cat-like reflexes from Mark Ellis. I might have not remember anything else, but I did remember the reputation. That's something that, you know, kids watching this, reputation matters, okay? Mm -hmm. People will remember you, okay? What you did, how you make them feel, how, you know, so be very careful about that. Mark Ellis? Good job on your reputation, buddy, because like I'm, I might have not remember anything, but I remember the cat like yeah. reflexes. 33 with a what you say, a 327 on base and a 389 a slug, 384 slug, 711 Ooh. OPS. Oh, wait, we might have wasn't the correct counsel also kind of surprising that he had like 42 home runs and he had like a 22 war or something yeah. like that.
0: So kind of in that um in that angle. Yeah, for sure. Wow.
1: It's amazing um, that he got to that he lived in a non analytical let's you know put the best gloves on the field yeah. type of baseball and yet he got to play for 12 years that's that's really cool.
0: Well there there was fielding percentage uh, as a as a very rudimentary metric and he posted a career 991 fielding percentage the fifth best all-time first second baseman in mlb history at the time of his retirement look at that so the wow. numbers didn't lie uh there for sure so wow. all right hope you all enjoyed that and enjoyed this episode in the meantime hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you next